This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The biggest news of the day was broken right here on our own show by our own Kevin K.T. Turner. So, Kevin, in case there's anybody out there that didn't hear this, we'll go ahead and let you do it again, brother. Uh, so, earlier today, I was informed that Zeke's going to Cabo. So, there's that. Who are your sources? Yeah, that's the thing. I, the, the, one of the first questions, I got a phone call, and one of the first questions that person asked me was, who told you this? And I was like, did <laughs> yeah, you know the rules? God, why would somebody ask that? So I was thinking about this, and immediately I get it. Like, okay, technically, here's my title, the producer of the Ben and Skin Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little younger than some of these intrepid reporters. Way younger. Uh, typically not breaking a lot of news. So I, I get where it's like, KT, I mean, the fun tweet guy? Yeah. Not him. You're no incarcerated just, Bob. The guy just did a video with Kavanaugh with a guitar. Right. You know, like, I, I understand. Uh, but but also, I know on draft night, you told the world that the Bears were trading up for Trubisky. That I did. And you nailed it. That I did. I didn't nail that. Did you guess on that, or was that incarcerated Bob? No, I was the Bob? number one guy in the universe that knew that. You were. It was me and the, the guy who told me. It happens. And the Bears. Um, so, yeah. That's that's what I know. And so, what? Tell why us. Does so it matter, what, what, well, like, hold on. What? No, it does matter. Why do we think he's going to Mexico to train? Right? I don't know. Is that the best? Maybe place? both. Is that the best place to train? I think it's a good place to train if you're being hounded where you are. You know, what I'm saying. In other words, if if Zekel is training in Frisco and he can't get anywhere because. Uh, there's people hounding him the whole time, asking him questions. Maybe he does need to get away. Obviously, a six-game suspension in the middle of the season is way different than training camp, right? But there is also posturing that's going on right now. In other words, when he went to to Cabo after a six-game suspension, there's no posturing. There's not. They're not going to go. You know what? You can come on back now, Zeke. We were wrong. You're in Mexico. We had no idea. The the NFL is now pulling back their suspension. That's not the way it works. This is a little bit different because he is negotiating and he is posturing. So we know that he can be in good shape in Cabo because he's done it before. But there's also the uh, perception of, ah, I'm getting away from all this. I know you guys are waiting on our counteroffer. I'm going to go to Mexico while you wait for the counteroffer. You know, there was a picture circulating the other day of it was a, supposed to be Zeke in Frisco. I don't know. It could have been old school. could have been new. It, can't, it was sent to us by somebody we trust very much so, but he was in Frisco, and he was surrounded by his agents. The idea of getting away, and I don't think he can get away from this. Right. You know, like I can tell you from being in the radio business, just when we have a contract situation or our, our contract's up or we're being treated like maybe not respecting our full value, it's really hard to concentrate on doing your job. Right. And so even when you're at a beautiful place like this on the beach or the ocean, and I think about this for him, even if he goes to Cabo, he'll be consumed by this. He'll be thinking about it nonstop. He won't be able to get away from it. He won't be able to relax. And I think being surrounded by his agents is a good indication of that. Now, having said that, don't think it impacts him. Cowboys ride him so hard and put so many miles on that odometer mm. that they're going to burn him up, man. They're going to they're gonna burn him up the whole season. They're going to get him a billion touches and – 
you know, the more he's able to just rest and not be here for this, the better. I think it really comes down to that August 6th date. And is he is he really playing ball? Is he serious about this holdout? Because until he gets to that point, it's really just a mild distraction. Guys, breaking right. news, I'm about five feet away from Jason Garrett's new strawberries. Just okay, to let but hold know. on. You just buried the lead. The other breaking news is that Garrett's second press conference that ended immediately after his first press conference 11 minutes ago just broke up. And now there's a mini mild walking press conference. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, like the the way all that works, and you know you've seen it a million times. Again, we've been in those. There's the press conference. There's the after press conference, post press conference. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the strawberries. Then the, and that's that's all off the record stuff, right? Right. And then there's the walk off, which I don't I don't know if you if all the same guys who do the standing press conference are a part of the walk off. Well, what happens is is some guys start thinking about lunch. And start walking off, and then they look back and they go, oh, my God, Jory Epstein's still talking to him. And so they kind of slow down their gait a little bit so they yeah. can lean in. So they're kind of going somewhere but still hoping that there's one more nugget that leaks out, they'll hear it. So the so the actual one that we air when he's up on the podium on the stage, that's the dog and pony show. That's the preamble. And, and the one when he walks down the steps and talks right. to all the media, that's the donkey show? That's the donkey show. Which Is that what we're going... Is that actually? I don't let's, think that's let's it. Pull I don't that think back. that's yep. what it's yep. called. Yep. Uh, no. And there's a media gangbang over there, sir. Sir. That's uh, what they call it in what? reporter terms, guys. I know yep. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Trying to uh, bang out some quotes. Yeah. And to get some good uh, sports nuggets. Absolutely. I do want to tease our audience. I want oh, to give them a good tease. Really? What a freak! What do Golly. Three twenty. Uh, and I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're the only show that's played this today. Three twenty. Popping that shirt off. Look at this. He really is teasing everyone on the fan cam. I have some Jerry Jones audio from Channel Five, our partners. A little from Channel Eight, and a very interesting cut from Channel Eleven because Jerry talked to all the, the sports shows on Sunday night last night. Zeke. A very interesting cut on Channel Eleven, where he talks about Zeke and. Winning Super Bowls and how important the running back position so, may or may not be to okay, that. Okay, so three twenty T. Okay, so you're saying we have exclusive audio that aired last night on another medium, and we are going to bring it to you uh, today at three twenty. And it's about the Zeke conversation we're having. Just to go right along with this was the really good Charles Robinson Yahoo article that said, "Hey, teams are all trying to walk back the Gurley contract." In the middle of Zeke watch. Walk it back. Like it is it is a, a unified NFL front going. The Gurley contract is the outlier because not only did they overpay, now they regret it. He's hurt. That's a bad contract. Everybody look back, and this is according to Charles Robinson, everybody look back at the Freeman deal in Atlanta. That is where the jump off should be. However, Zeke is better than him. So what are these negotiations going to be like? The uh, Stephen Jones, uh, I believe it was Clarence Hill that I first saw, Ben, on Friday. I'm sure other reporters had it, saying there are contracts sitting in front of Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, and Zekel. Right now, they got contracts sitting out in front of all three of them. And the latest report is that Zekel has not countered, and then he went to Cabo. And in the middle of all that, Charles Robinson breaks down how NFL teams are trying to pull back the reins of the Todd Gurley contract that ran out of the barn and then immediately broke its horse leg. Yeah, and, I, you know, if I'm Zeke, I don't care about any of that because it, just like if I'm Amari Cooper, I don't you, wherever you want to put me or, or Dak, wherever you want to put me or place me relative to the market and the Cowboys are like, well, we don't care about the market. We have our own payroll. we got to make it fit in there. If I'm those guys, I don't care about any of that because they're all used differently here. Zeke is this team's whole offense. He's everything. I mean, what is his usage rate? Isn't it like in the 40s? It's like 77 yeah. catches, leads the league in carries. 
Okay, so he's being used more than any other running back. Beyond that, his whole style is to just be a battering ram. Right. So he's crashing on every single play. He doesn't avoid any hits. He tries to punish people who tackle him. Right. And so they're... It's like he's everything. I, I get it. The running back position has been devalued, but not everyone is using the running back this much either. No, that's a great point, and that's obviously what Zeke's people are, are going to argue. Um, and then the Cowboys are going to argue back, hey, we just got to we got to be within the parameters. we got a lot of people to pay here. And then Zeke's people will say exactly what Tank set out on the field to, again, we referenced Clarence Hill, which was, I don't talk about another man's money. <laughs> so great. But if it's, if it's a game of chicken, nobody wins. No, Zeke doesn't win. But if Zeke passes that August sixth deadline and holds out, and they never, and the Cowboys never flinch, and they never blink and say, "Sorry, man, your contract is what it is. Go ahead and add another year to that," then Zeke doesn't win. If the oh. Zeke holds out and and doesn't play, and you know, like, that's fine. I'm standing my ground too, and and pulls a Le'Veon Bell. Even I, I know it's unlikely, but if he if he doesn't flinch and he doesn't blink, then the Cowboys don't win. Because the Cowboys can't win a Super Bowl without Zeke. Okay, does it hurt or help Zeke's cause that yesterday during running but running back drills, Weber looked like a guy that won a contest? Does it help okay. or hurt? Hold on. What? Am I wrong? No. Running back well, yeah. phenom. You're right. <laughs> he looked like he looked like he won the Cowboy fan phenom no. contest to get some. He looks like he's just built like Zeke, kinda. What? He's a chunkier build. A chunkier, slower, smaller, chunkier build. Yeah. Um, that's, and, who, that's who Weber is, though. Uh, yeah. They had a high grade on Weber, though. That's good for them. Um, and I'd forgotten until, uh, you know, reading today, uh, Darius Jackson was a part of that same draft with mm-hmm. Zeke and Dak. And here we are with three years of those guys under our belt and knowing what all those guys can do and talking about big contracts. And you guys have a good feel for what Darius Jackson is? No. No. Not at all. No. It's like again, He'd been here three years. Yeah, man, it's it, there's nobody here. They've not they've not planned for this. There's been no contingency. And I was just talking to somebody who talked. It's somebody I trust in the media who has talked to people in the Cowboys front office, and they were really upset. Like I, I believe Jerry is upset about this. Upset that Zeke's not here. That Zeke's not here, and that's what I'm cool? hearing. And that he's like, hey, man, Jerry's like. What I was told is Jerry's perspective was like, hey, man, I had your back when the, when the league was trying to get you and and all that. I had your back and. Uh, you know, and, and so, hey, you have a contract. Why aren't you here? And, like, the jury was truly saddened and surprised and shocked that Zeke's not here. What I would say to that is, man, part of that suspension, in a weird way, you got to squint really hard. But I think is I don't know that that punishment would have been that punitive and all that would have been as bad for Zeke if he was on a team that was owned by somebody else besides Jerry. Because at that time, Jerry's trying to get Goodell fired from his $44 per, per million per year job. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's natural to have animosity there, and I did talk to somebody else in the league who talked to who was talking about, hey man, it's it's Goodell. This thing is so set up to where if Goodell wants to be vindictive towards somebody, he can be. It's he's the judge, jury, and executioner, so it wouldn't shock them. And so I, I think that there was some aspect of that. I think some of that was in play. So look, Zeke doesn't owe anything to anybody. All these guys need to look out for themselves. They're, they're putting their future brains and health at jeopardy every single play, their livelihood, their lives, their future. They need to fight for every single scrap they can get. I mean, period. I agree with you, Ben. The second we get to August 6th is the second that Zeke loses all leverage. And because, I think that's why he'll be here. Because the Cowboys have the hammer at that point. They'll go, hey, understand, you sit this year out. We'll see you next year for 3.8. Yeah. And he's going to go, oh, wait, there's no money coming in? That's I, right. That's right. However, 
I mean, it just depends. I mean, these and guys, they can, aren't, they can these guys don't that. always use the best reason. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, is he, is he a guy that makes sound decisions? I mean, because the point is that he can also say, fine, good luck with Ola Wale, your fullback carrying the ball, or Darius Jackson. Or, right. I mean, it's like, what? good yeah. luck, guys. Right. So you had Super Bowl aspirations. Now I hope you hope you scrape and scrap and claw your way into the playoffs. Now you know what they can do in negotiations? They can go, hey, we can make that August 6th thing go away. And but, by the way, but right now you're screwed. And by the way, change the whole offense too. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not there and you're not giving me the ball 25 times a day, uh, times a game, and 77 catches per year, uh, then are you like, is Darius Jackson going to get the ball that much? No. no. So, no. So, so change your whole offense too. Good luck, guys. Hope you win the Super Bowl. And you know what? Uh, we'll get into that at 5:40. We've got some quotes on that. We have some audio on that. What? What are some of the things they can do with their offense? Could they actually pull that off with just a average to below average NFL? I mean, basically, we're talking about Zeke War right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what is what is Zeke's replacement going to do? That'll be great. I, w- I want to read you guys this tweet. I saw first saw it from Jory Epstein. She's with USA Today. Um, uh, used to be with the Dallas Morning News, and this is what she tweeted out last night or yesterday. I thought this was very interesting because think about how what a lot of people's thoughts are on Zeke off the field, mm-hmm. reputation wise. On the field, I don't think there's any question. Off the field. This sound like a guy. Does this sound like a guy who's not going to be at camp soon? Here's what she tweets: Ezekiel Elliott obviously isn't at Cowboys training camp, but before holdout, Zeke invited young running backs over to his house to review plays and quote show us the ropes. Tony Pollard said they were at the store a few days before the team left for California. Wow! So all the running backs, Weber, rookie who went to Ohio State, mm-hmm. who Zeke helped to go to Ohio State, right? Weber right. was going to go to Michigan, I believe. Wow! And he looked up to Zeke, and I think Zeke. Zeke helped like set up set that up a little bit mm-hmm. uh, to at least get him to o- Ohio State. Pollard, Weber, who knows if Darius Jackson was there? I know Darius Jackson was with the wide receivers in San Diego. Mm-hmm. But if Zeke's inviting him over to his house to hey, let's take a look at some of these plays. He's not a guy who's not planning on being here. He will be here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.